0: Hello, friend. Thanks again for tuning into the podcast, wretched Like Me, as we are on our 260 challenge today, coming to you from Matthew chapter number 23, February the 1st. Can you believe we're already uh, one month in in 2023? Today, uh, reading is a it's really intense chapter. Uh, Jesus talks a lot about hypocrites, and he talks a lot about hypocrites in religion. In fact, Jesus says, woe unto you, uh, hypocrites and, and woe unto you, scribes or pharisees he says it eight different times eight different times in this one chapter uh, the word woe is an expression of how dreadful and how awful this is to take something as powerful as god and and to play with it and not to be genuine and sincere um how many times have you heard the argument i don't want to go to church because uh and i don't want to be a christian because the church is full of what hypocrites uh, they say, I don't believe because that's why I don't want to go to church because there's so many hypocrites there. To put it another way, Christians say they have Jesus, but we don't really see much of him in their lives. If Jesus is in them, then he must be hiding. The great Hindu leader, Gandhi, attended a a church one Sunday morning. He had been reading the Gospels, and he became interested in Jesus and became interested in becoming a Christian and he went to a, a Christian church, and as he got to the top of the stairs to go into the church, he was met by an usher. And this usher told him, listen, you need to just go worship with your own kind. Obviously, he was dressed in his, in his Hindu attire and in his, in his, in that type of clothing, but he, he, he pushed him out. And he said, you know, you're really, you're really not welcome here. And he would later write in his memoirs, he would say, I like your Christ. I don't like your Christians. Your Christians are so unlike your Christ. Man, how sad that would be if someone said that of us. But this this usher, on his own prejudice, pushed him away. He'd been reading about how Christ accepts people and how Christ loves people just as they are. But when he came to church, he found that to be just the opposite from those that claim to follow him. But let's consider just a couple of things. First of all, if there's if there's hypocrites, then there must be a genuine. A counterfeit always implies a genuine. Christ said there would be hypocrites in the church. Remember in Matthew 13, he called them tares and wheats. So we're going to always have that. Secondly, there's a big difference between someone who is a sinner and someone who is a hypocrite. Many of us, have have all of us have sinned rather, and all of us have committed sin, but not all of us are, are hypocrites. They, they are some, but to say the church is full of that, I don't think is, is very um, very accurate at all. But what's the answer to hypocrisy? See, the problem is you need to look at look at the Savior. You don't start by looking at the church. You don't start by looking at Christians. You start by looking at Jesus. And Jesus certainly is not a hypocrite, but is 100% the real deal. So since Christianity depends on Jesus, it's incorrect to try to invalidate the Christian faith by pointing to horrible things or uh, the inconsistency that, that some Christians may live. When they look at us, they absolutely can't find flaws. But when you look at him, he is 100% perfect. So it begs the question then, what is a Christian? A Christian is someone that's not perfect, but is someone who is continually growing, a work in progress. When you get saved, you don't automatically receive Christian maturity. You don't become a theologian. You don't have it all together. Matter of fact, that's the reason a lot of us got saved, because we recognize that. And just because we have grace in our heart and Jesus in our life doesn't mean that we're all of a sudden perfect. But our goal should strive to be just like him and to be holy. But Christianity is Christ. We're not perfect, but he is. I love what Ruth Graham put on her tombstone. She was driving one day through a construction construction zone. And when she reached the end of that construction zone, she saw a sign that said, end of construction. Thank you for your patience. She had her family put that on her headstone while she was still living. And whenever she was buried, she wanted them to know, hey, God's done with me. End of construction. Thank you for your patience. What a what a great picture of a Christian. Man, he's always working on us. We're always under construction. I love what John Newton wrote. The guy who wrote the words and penned the words to amazing grace. He wrote this in some of his final words. He said, I am not what I ought to be. I'm not what I want to be. I'm not yet what I hope to be, but still I am not what I once used to be. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. Friend, I hope today that this um, this little podcast helps you see uh, God working in your life. I hope you can see that it can help you gain perspective. Hope you're growing in the grace and the knowledge of who you are in Christ. And sometime today, I want to challenge you to bow your head and lift your hands and thank him for his awesome and wonderful and amazing grace that saved a wretch like me. God bless you, friend.